Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Holy Spirit Blog Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Mr. G.L. Harden, and I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a wonderful show scheduled for you um, this morning, man. And one, I really just happened, I just had to come on, man, and, 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 and do this show because I, 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 I read something that was really disturbing to me um, not so long ago, about a minute ago, about this um, this young, young sister who was um, uh, gunned down in a car. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But this, but this show is is um, the show is titled "America's Falling and Terrorism is the New Black," from the White Wing to Chicago. And um, you know, I, I, I'm I, I'm just so hurt, man. I really am so hurt. So pardon me if, if I sound a little gibberish and scattered. Trust me, um, we're gonna get this thing done. But we are in a serious, uh, serious crisis uh, as as a nation, of course. Uh, but as a black people, man, we in trouble. I mean, I can't I can't say it enough that we are in some serious trouble. And Dr. Claude Anderson, the late Dr. John, uh, Dr. Um, John Henry Clark, Dr. Amos Wilson, all these brothers, uh, Dr. Ivan Vincernema, I can go on and on about some of the great legends who have been trying to get black on code, trying to get black folks to to be a family, have a community. But it seems the more we gain after integration, the more we became divided as a people. We decided to to put down family and and make make, um, our, our ideal of success a priority. wanting to be the middle class or the upper upper echelon and having all these two, three, four, five degrees and and, and, and believing by having these degrees that, that we, we, we have made it. <laughs> I was listening um uh, uh, earlier last night to our dear brother Dr. Amos I mean Dr. Um um Umar Johnson. And ironically Umar was talking about um he was talking about the middle class, and he was giving an example of, of what what that means. But you know, when you say um, when you when you you know when you say the middle class and so on and so forth. So um, I'm, I'm I'm looking around, and he 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 did a he did a wonderful analogy of of, of what what is deemed middle class, and and, and I tell you. Um, I mean, the brother, the brother was on point because he was talking about at one time the middle class. You know, you, you made a certain amount of money. You know, you know, for white folks, I think middle class is like what, what around one hundred fifty thousand dollars or what have you. 
uh, uh, meaning that you, your spouse and yourself makes around make make around fifty five or seventy five thousand dollars a year. Uh, the, the husband and wife, you know, whatever. And middle class also it, it, it stood for family, you know, husband and wife or whatever spouse, you know, what you know, what have you. And to fool, and as he, he always says about the illusion of inclusion, to fake black folks out. Middle class no longer meant a bracket as far as your finances. <laughs> Middle class meant it, 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 it then went on your degrees, how many degrees you had, and, and, and if you were in a career. The example he gave, if you have two two masters, two master degrees, and you're a school teacher, making about $50,000 a year, now you're considered middle class. You see how that works? And, and, and it's a, it's a demonic system, but yet black folks participate in it, and now they're believing at $50,000. Like Umar said, he used the analogy, she makes $50,000 a year, and she has five kids, and she's a single mom. And so what he said was, after taxes, for the whole year, she may she'll have less than ten thousand dollars to spend on that whole family, as far as food, clothing, and the whole nine and other necessities, and that's that's basically what she really you know her wealth. So basically, she's slightly above poverty, is what he was saying. And then the average income from from for an African American family, I'm talking about a husband and wife or a, a couple, is between. Thirty-five and fifty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> really, it's thirty-five and forty-five thousand dollars a year. So combined, you make you, you make between seventy and ninety. You ain't you ain't broke a hundred yet. And, and and you're considered middle class. And everybody knows, even at ninety thousand, with a mortgage, two car notes, two insurance, student loan debt. Because and, and mind you, student loan debt is the number one debt. That everyone has, it's a trap. But nevertheless, you got student loan debt. You got two kids. I just give you two babies, daycare, and in the third grade, daycare going to run you between one seventy one one eight one one uh, two hundred a, a week. So you're saying between seven and and, and nine hundred dollars a week. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, a month going to go on daycare, school for both of them. That's a, you know that's an extra with sixty dollars. For the third grader, so you, so you, you're well over one thousand dollars a month, so twelve thousand plus dollars a year just for childcare. <laughs> then your car notes, you know, you combine all that. You talking about fifteen hundred dollars? Fifteen hundred dollars. I'm talking. I'm talking insurance and the car note combined, two cars, groceries, nearly eight hundred dollars a month. And again, you're just above poverty. And I'm not even talking about the debt, which everybody do when they get married. They bring they they bring in bring an old debt into a new marriage. And again, we busting our asses, man, to live this American nightmare. And I want you to just bear with me because I'm going somewhere with this whole thing tonight, and and, and what I'm talking about. This this thing has really 
it, it got me torn, man. It, it got me torn. And now, and now you sit there on social media bragging about, oh yeah, oh praise God, my family, you know. And, and again, this is individualism. I see folks on Facebook bragging about what they got, the new, the new, you know. And, and God bless you. You know, money they make it. Oh, I'm making money. I'm I'm bossing up. I'm you know this and that. And then they turn right around. I don't care nothing about my family. Sometimes your family, you know. And all these things of the vision when it comes to the family, but you just worshiping that dollar. Everything is about as long as I'm making money, I'm successful. I got my own house. I got my own car. I'm successful. And nobody's thinking about these young babies. And I'm not even talking about your own babies. I'm talking about young babies, God's children. So amazing, man. So amazing that that, that here it is in 2018. It's bad enough we got to deal with the right, the, the right, white, right wing with their terrorism. And I'm gonna play you an insert from, from that because Don Lemon on on CNN he made a comment because of what happened in the last several weeks with with, with, with this one guy. Uh, he's trying to bomb all all all, all these state legislators and whatnot and politicians. Another guy, he, he you know, in, in Kentucky, he walks into a Kroger, shoots a woman in the back of, I mean, the man in the back of his head as a coward, and then he shoots, shoots, shoots a black woman in the parking lot. Murdered him. And they had the nerve to say they're trying to see if they're going to call this a hate crime. When he told a white man that, that, that he uh, accosted on the way out, and the white guy said, "Don't shoot me," and, he, and and the man said, and I quote, "He said, whites don't don't shoot what don't kill whites." So so what do you mean you you, you got to evaluate this is a hate crime or not? You see what I'm saying? We 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 catch a hell on all on all sides, and then on the flip side in Chicago, everywhere, it's bad enough these folk want to kill us. And our young babies are running around killing themselves. And I was going to do a show about young black men are an endangered species. We've been, we've been saying this for almost 50 years now, post-slavery. And they still are. Don't get me wrong. They still are because most of these, I mean, the, the police, they, they killed everybody. They're killing black women. They're killing black kids, what have you. And, 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 but they, they kill more black men than anything. And there's a reasoning behind that. You want to go biblical real, real, right quick? What did what, what did what did what did created Herod give? He killed every baby under under two years of old. They kill every baby under two years of old. They did it with Moses. That's how he ended up uh, 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 being. Um, Brought up in the palace, they did it with Jesus. They sent him to North Africa, be near Ethiopia. Whether you believe in the Bible or not, the whole idea what I'm trying to get to you is if you want to control a people, especially a godly people, you got to kill kill those dreams. You got to kill those, kill those babies, kill the women. 
but you kill you kill those young warriors, and that's what's happening uh, with, with us. They're killing our babies, and yet our babies are turning around and, and doing them a favor, and they're killing each other. And this thing is, it, it, I, I'm just brokenhearted, man, about about this thing, man. I'm gonna take this quick break, man, and 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 when I come back, I'm gonna let you, let you guys um, um, you know what happened uh, in Chicago, in Chicago, um, just last night, freaking Wednesday night in Chicago, and once again. Some young jackass decides to shoot a mother with a damn baby's in the back seat. I'm going to take this break and I'll be back in just a moment. And switch that shit up. And on anything, any motherfucker who know me, I'm 100 in this shit. You used to rob all that shit. My mama been to the hospital two times because the motherfucker damn near died. Been to the penitentiary six times. And I'm official than a motherfucker when it comes to this Blackstone shit. Check my file. And all that shit don't mean nothing. All that shit don't mean nothing, Joe. I'm back at 48 years old in college trying to get my degree. Some shit I should have done when I was y'all age. See, on everything, Joe, y'all need to knock this goofy shit off, man. Y'all too precious, too smart, too motherfucking talented. But that shit like a light that's turned off. It don't mean shit if you don't turn it on. All right. And that was um that, that was a video I saw uh earlier today with this young this brother. He he was um talking to some youth man in the streets of um streets of Dallas. Shout out to Brother Ben X because he he um he put that on he put that um that post up uh, with his brother and he was talking to some youth in the street man about the violence and what they were doing he and he he was an OG like he said he's forty eight years old he just not getting out of the pen and probably on a crack charge because back then in the nineties and eighties if you were selling crack <laughs> you were better off selling cocaine. Running kilos because you sold crack, you got you got twenty years off the gate, you know. So um, shout out to all the brothers, man, who, who who out here, man, trying to make a difference, man, trying to make a difference. But you don't you you, you don't understand these, these cats, man. You know, I, I'm gonna play the sister. I played her her video on on my show yesterday, but today today is is meaningful, and um. She um she was she's in Chicago and, and she was also talking about the violence in Chicago and um uh, she was making a passionate plea. But um I mean she she all she all but was saying, Boy, it is damn near it's damn near hopeless unless you're gonna beat the blocks down every day. And like she said, you might as well give it up. So I'm 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 gonna play that sister. Uh a video a little bit shortly, man. But um, so yesterday, uh, last night, uh, um, this um, 
this young lady, she she was um in her car, you know, mind her own business. Don't know where she was going, but it didn't really matter where she was going or what she was doing. That, that That's irrelevant. Uh, she's in her car, a young black uh, female. She had a one-year-old, her one-year-old and a two-year-old in the car. And she's riding down the street. And um, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this 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 woman has a man. I guess she did a stop sign, a red light. I don't know how, but but a, a, a young man, uh, male jumped in the car in the back seat where the babies were. I'm assuming the baby was in the back seat. I'm not sure. Um, he jumps in the back seat nevertheless, and he tells her just to drive. So she drives a few blocks. They say less than a mile. Gets her to stop the car. I'm assuming, you know, because they say he robbed her, took her money and everything. And after he got got the girl's money, he shot her in the back of the head twice. Hopped his punk ass out that car and ran down the street. And, and people, this is happening more and more and more and more. Not just Chicago. Happening in Atlanta too, but but these young men are, are, are the most coldest thing you you you've ever seen. And again, you ain't got to believe the Bible. It, 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 it talks it, it, it talks about the, the, the kids being being unruly, wow. People being love of themselves. When I say when I hear people when I hear that term lovers of themselves. People who call themselves branding themselves. This is my brand. That's love of themselves. Why do you brand yourself? To make fucking money. You ain't got nothing to do with your character, your integrity. Fucking money. Lovers of themselves. Babies disrespecting their elders. Again, it's biblical. Whether you want to believe the Bible or not, ain't no damn coincidence. It's biblical. I know the white man stole the Bible and, and wrote and wrote it to, to put it to fit himself in there. But all that all that stuff he he got from Kemet. He just rewrote some of that stuff. So amazing. So amazing. And, and, and my heart goes out to to, to, to the sister's family. She was twenty one years old. Um, so my condolences to her entire family, her friends, that whole community that uh, where she came from. I, I'm praying that they have some street lights or street cameras or something that they catch this jackass. But I just had to come on and talk about that man. But th- 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 this thing is it, it's truly has gotten out of hand. I mean, it, 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 it's truly gotten out of hand. And it seems like there's no, there's no freaking ending to it. What's happening over, um, again, going back to, to the right wing, you know, he, he, we, we got to deal with them fools. They're they trying to create, a, create a, a race war. So, we, like I said, we, we get, in the beginning, we get it from all sides. We gotta look out, look out for, for these young knucklehead black black boys, and also the damn white man. <laughs> so amazing. 
and, and, and Dr. Amos, uh, Amos Wilson did, did a did a just Google Dr. Amos Wilson self love self hate wonderful one hour lecture he did about how we were taught to hate ourselves from post slavery while well, during slavery and post slavery we, we, we were taught not to trust one another not to mingle with one another not to congregate with one another not to smile with one another you can be too you could never have two men standing at the same time unless they were in the field working but not standing around talking and that same type of mentality no, no matter what you say it'll be 400 years next next year that the first slavery landed in South Carolina 400 years it'll be in 2019 and all scientists have said that same DNA that they had in them, we still carry that today. And it's evident in the house. How, I mean, there's some other things that, don't get me wrong, that led up to it as well. But the fact that we've gotten so self-centered and so separated as a people and so individualized, don't you, don't, don't you know that in order for them to continue to be in, in, in power, they got to separate your dumb ass. Can't have you unified. I said on all my shows, I, I said over and over and over, white folk don't care nothing about you making no money. They'll give you two chains, LeBron James, uh, uh, Durant. Oh, he got a $300 million contract. Ask yourself, if he if they sign him for a $300 million contract, what the fuck do you think they get? Pardon my French. You ooh and ah, and he making thirty six million a year. The hell you think that white man making? You think he gonna pay him a, a maximum pay and say, "Oh man, thirty six million? He's killing me." Are you serious? He's paying him ten percent of what he making. Are you serious? But again, we became, you know, we became lovers of money. That's why we love we 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 love Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. We don't care about them being fools and buffoons. They making money, so guess what? They're successful. That's how shallow we've got. I heard Michi, Michi X and shout shout out to Michi X man on, on the um, Fly Nubian uh, Queen uh, Network. Michi X did a show last week and she was talking about she was talking about this black girl who. Um, she was dangling her, her baby in the water on Facebook Live, trying to get the, the father's attention about about you know helping up uh, you know financially with, with the baby. Uh, and, 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 the, and she didn't kill she didn't kill the baby, but she had the baby. She would dip her in the tub, her head in the water, and then pull her back out. And the, the woman's crying, the baby's crying. It, it's a mess. And she talked about the trauma that that woman had to be going through to even do some stuff like that. And 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 what she went even further, and she talked about. Let's back up. Where is the family that she can't find find no help? That nobody she can't. I mean, where the family at? She also said, "Where's the where are the friends?" Hey, girl, I'll watch the kid because she said the girl may have had a nervous breakdown. We don't know. She ain't got no friend, no real friends, evidently, no family. She can turn to, and like and like Michi said, she said, "Where's the community? Somebody in the community could have hurt, you know, in an apartment complex. Some they heard them damn babies crying all the time because she had three kids, 
uh, well, I think four kids. They, they, they must have heard some babies crying or, or seen the girl fussing and hollering at the kids. Instead of saying, damn, she always hiding them kids. Why nobody say, hey, baby, I'll watch them for you. You go in the house, get some rest, or you going to go out tonight? Okay, whatever. And she was talking about it, 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 it taking a village to raise these young people because she had boys and girls. And again, we don't have them. We're too busy making money. A stunning. A branding. And we know what happened with the system. We, we, we know that, you know, back in the 50s, uh, if you had a trade or something or some kind of skill, you you were able to send your kids to school and have a great living and buy a home. And truth be told, because my, my father was a mechanic. He bought, he bought a home from ground up in, in a brand-new community for, uh, for us and two cars and a whole national. We understand that. And they had shop and trade and, you know, and all kind, you know, mechanics and things like of that nature in school, and people were able to use that. And what happened was, you know, these these, these white uh, uh, men and, and so on and so forth, you know, they sent their kids to the finest school, and these sons of bitches found found, you know, they they got into politics and started making some money, and and found cheaper ways to make they to make more money, and after start shipping all this shit overseas. So slowly throughout the years, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and up to now, factories start shutting down in the Midwest and so on and so forth. They took all that stuff out of the schools. So now, now you, you can't make a living as a mechanic, you know, unless you go to school. And everything was based on paying school now. And then the welfare system comes around. That was ideally for, for 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 white people, not 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 just white women. It was it was for the family. Welfare was based based on family who who were poor. It, it started in the thirties, and then and then we ramped up back. You know, late late fifties, early sixties, and I think around the seventies, they, they you know, they finally allowed black women to get get, get welfare. But they told the black woman, hey, here's the trick: your man can't be in the house, and they went for that. So now you got an absentee father who feels worthless. He's already getting getting screwed by a white man, and I'm not just I'm not blaming him right now. I'm just saying he's getting on that end. He goes home, he get it from his wife. You ain't no good. You ain't nothing. You ain't even got no job. He turns to drugs. Turns to crime. So amazing. So now the sister, the sister gets gets her welfare. She gets a check or whatever, and, and what have you, and, and and you know now some bills are getting paid, and this thing becomes a, a generational thing. So amazing. And then and then in the eighties come the come the come you know the, the gangs you know after they they murdered the Black Panther in the seventies, you know there were still gangs around, but but the gangs initially were to protect the neighborhoods. And again, jobs dried up and so forth, so the, so the gangs they turned to crime. And, and then all of a sudden, you, 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 you had uh, a way to, to make some money with, you know, crack cocaine and, and things of that nature. And then the drug war began. Now you got a major epidemic of folk running around, killing each other for all, all these drugs and so on and so forth. But, but nevertheless, what, what, what I'm saying is, systematically, they were able to break down the family. 
in 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 Chicago's instance of all the the major gang lords, the gang leaders, because ideally they needed. If, if, if you're gonna create a new world, if you're gonna create a new world order, you gotta have habit first. And they knew by locking up Larry Hoover and all the, and all these guys, because back then you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't sell near a school, you couldn't sell around no kids, you you couldn't rob no elder, you couldn't shoot no elder, you you, you damn sure couldn't shoot no child. You had rules. So, so what did the U.S. government do? They locked up all the leaders and let these young babies just run them up. And fast forward, that's what you're seeing today. There's no leadership. There, there's, you, you could be his homeboy. He gets shot. Tomorrow. You, you shoot his ass tomorrow. They have, they have no rules. And 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 and, and, and while I'm on top of that, it is known. With, that, with, the, with the water crisis in Flint, there's also a crisis of, of, of poisonous water in Chicago that no one talks about. And scientists have they've tested that water, and they said that that water in Flint and, and in Chicago, with all the chemicals in it, one thing it has, it, it has a propensity to make these kids violent. Violent. So now, so now you got a chemically induced drug. Combine that with with, with, with water that they washing with, drinking with, brushing their teeth with, and you see a freaking war zone going on. So amazing, man. So amazing. I'm gonna play this video real quick, man. Um. Hang on one second. I'm gonna see if I find this video. I don't know how I got on that. Okay, right here. I'm gonna play this, this video uh, real quick. I'm, I'm gonna play this short video. Um, it, it, it's Don Lemon. He was Don Lemon of CNN. He was he was he was talking about white men uh, being the most terrorist uh, group of all, and, 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 which is rightly so. But boy, he, 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 our babies, man, these black boys in Chicago and and, and and statewide, hey man, they catching up quickly. A lost time, but check out this thing uh, from the Young Turks talking about Don Lemon and, and terrorism. Uh, we gotta go. Um, so uh, let's start with uh, my friend Don Lemon. Okay, I, hope, I don't know the guy at all. I don't know why I called him my friend. I like saying that. All right, now we're going over here. This switcher, old school. Okay, it's a very mild switchover. All right, uh, all right, here we go. So Don Lemon said something on TV the other day that enraged uh, the right wing. Surprise, surprise. Okay, they're easily uh, triggered. Uh, So we're going to show you what Don Lemon said, and then uh, we're going to show you that it is true, and then we're going to try to find a safe space uh, for conservatives uh, who were triggered by it. So let's watch. I keep trying to point out to people not to demonize any one group or any one ethnicity, but we keep thinking that the biggest terror threat is something else. Some, some some people who are marching, you know, towards the border like it's imminent. So we have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. And we have to start doing something about them. There is no travel ban on them. There is no ban on, you know, they have the Muslim ban. There is no white guy ban. So what do we do about that? Okay, so that is factually correct. 
uh, and hence the right wing is losing their mind. See, when they attack other races, they find that to be perfectly normal. When you uh, just simply point out facts about their race, they flip out. Okay, so we're going to get to their uh, outrage in a second. So uh, first, let me show you the numbers. So uh, is uh, extremism on the rise in the past 15 years? The answer, unfortunately, is yes. Uh, as uh, you can see in this graphic, uh, it is significantly on the rise. Oh, look at that. Uh, it really takes a big jump around 2015. I wonder who came onto the national stage around then. But that's okay. That's, uh, you know, just a sense of where um, the trend is going. The more important part is, well, is it really right-wing extremists who happen to be white? Or is it uh, the Muslims, the Latinos, the blacks? There's, yeah, prone to violence, prone to violence, okay? I mean, there's scary caravans coming. That is what Don Lemon was talking about, right? So let's go to the numbers from the Anti-Defamation League's uh, Center for, on Extremism. Um, over the last decade, 71% of domestic extremist-related killings in the U.S. were linked to right-wing extremists, while Islamic extremists committed 26% of the killings, the report notes. Now, uh, that is far too high a number uh, for Muslim extremists, given their percentage of the population. Uh, and so it's a fair argument to have about why that's the case, uh, what are the different factors that go into it, et cetera. Okay. But let's note that about three-quarters of the violence done by extremists and the murders in, uh, done by extremists in this country over the last decade are by white right-wingers. That's a fact. If you want to cry about that fact, that's up to you. Okay, but that is a fact. So now, um, all right. I just want to, I, would, I just want to point, point that out about the uh, about the terrorism part, and also uh, the, the myth about black. First of all, there's no such thing as black on black crime. Statistics shows that eighty percent of 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 black people, black men kill black men. However, but at the same time, it says eighty five percent of white males kill white males. But it also notes that it's not about um, just them happen to be killing uh, each other. It's about proximity. They live in the same area, same neighborhood, same city, or what have you. So it has to it has to do it has to do with proximity of, of, of where their their environment and, and where they're living at. Tell it that is common sense. Anybody knows knows that. But if you look at the numbers, as far as they say it's 14 percent of African Americans, and, and 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 three times as many uh, on the planet, and three times as many well, in the U.S., and three times as many of, of whites in the U.S., they kill they they kill more of each other than we do. So they 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 they, they win that uh, in that category. But nevertheless, they don't want to tell you that, you know, about that. So I I just want to play that. Because this terrorism thing is serious, man. It is extremely serious. I'm gonna play this insert by, uh, from my dear brother, Dr. Leslie Muhammad. Leslie Muhammad. And he's talking about the nigger and the god factor. You know, either you're a nigger, you're a god. And what these young men have been displaying in this last few decades. I'm talking about every, not just Chicago, but every state, every city. They've been bringing out the nigger factor in them. Now we know the school system and all all those things that have failed them. But I keep going back to community and family. And when I say family, I'm not talking about the blood. I'm talking about your neighbors. When I was a kid, 
my grandmother would take me to the barbershop. And she could take me to the barbershop or, or, or something like that, and she could leave me there and go shopping. All in one spot. And when I got my hair cut, one of the kids, who I didn't even know older kids, would walk me down to my grandmother. That's family. That's trust. And that's community. And again, no, we, we've gotten so individualized. Now you... What you doing touching my child? We, 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 we've gotten so ignorant now. And so money, uh, I, 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 I can't put my finger on the word I want to use, but, but, but we're, just, we're just obsessed with money. Sure, you need money, money to make the world around. But I, what I keep telling you about, about Black Wall Street, they didn't have no, no money. They, they had skills to produce, to build. They were producers, not not consumers. Black folk can't wait to get money to go spend the money on anybody but somebody who looks like them. Here's the idea, brother Dr. Wilson Muhammad, man, breaking this thing down on the Breakfast Club he did uh, a year ago. People who, if you listen to me long enough, you know that there's two things in whatever lecture I'm giving, no matter what I'm talking about, if I'm talking about scrambled eggs, there's two things you're going to hear in that lecture, the black God and the nigger. Now, both the black God is real and the nigger is real. I don't use nigger as a term of endearment nor as an assault, as an insult. But nigger is American white supremacy's creation. It's white America's Frankenstein. The nigger is real. The nigger was created, God made man. The white man killed that man and remade him as the nigger. And so the nigger is a an artificial creation that is causing havoc in the black community. So the nigger has to be identified. And as the last poet said, die, nigger, die. That's real, but we're not talking about killing black people. President Donald Trump isn't the most immediate threat to black life. Nigger culture is the most immediate threat to black life. So the nigger is real. Nigger as an existing entity. Nigger as a scientific term, not nigger as a term of endearment or as a nigger. Now, also, you you said you went to Morehouse College, Mm -hmm. HBCU. All right, that's our dear brother, Dr. Wesley Muhammad, man, really breaking that thing down as far as the nigger culture. And what that and what that term uh, really means, man. And, and I'm telling you, man, we 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 are we are at a crossroads. And like I always say, man, this is this. Do you recommend more African Americans, more black people? This is not a game, man. I I, I don't know what it's folks. Thing. So all of it's. I don't, I, I don't know what folks think. Think think that's happening. This thing is real, man. This thing is real. I, I I I just want to come on tonight, really really not to not to give a solution, man. But my heart was heavy because you know this thing is it, 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 it's. I mean, I'm speechless, man. I mean, this thing it, 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 it's it, it just broke my heart when I heard it, and it, and it's happening every day. And I'm praying that black folk don't get desensitized from this shit and be angry and come together. 
to dialogue to figure out what must we do, what must the hell we do to end this violence, man. This is my time was up, man. Hope y'all was inspired by this and um, share this broadcast with somebody. Like that button, so you you will have information when we when we do do a live show. Uh, we're gonna be going to YouTube pretty soon as well. We're gonna be doing some shows uh, live via YouTube. Uh, folks been asking about me doing some doing them on YouTube, so I'm gonna start doing that pretty soon. Uh, and, and as we always say in parting, man, to love yourselves, get to know yourselves, and, and to know yourselves comes about spending time with God. I'm only with, with this sister, man, who um, who's from Chicago, and she's on the street, and she's angry about the killing. And she did this back in, in the summertime, the summer. Because the killing never stops, bro. And um, she was she was sharing her thoughts of what's going on in Chicago, what needs to be done. Thank you guys again, man. Peace and God bless. Yeah, resource was something. Y'all got to do better out here. Stop being scared of y'all damn babies. Sit these babies down and talk to them and see why they so angry. What do they need out here? I'm telling you because I got four boys. I sit my ass down and I talk to them. I need them to know how to express themselves as men. That's what y'all better learn. It's hard for a man to express himself, but if you give them a chance, they will. We got to do better, y'all. We sure want to see each other dead in the motherfucking streets like this. You can't even go in the store, in the fucking convenience store, and wash your clothes without a motherfucker, without running from hundreds of bullets. Who the fuck want to do that every day? Y'all need to stop this shit, man. Stop falling for that bullshit. All this lean, drugs, pills, all that shit y'all out here doing, out y'all goddamn body. Think it's cool to be out here busting, dehydrating, sweating, all that shit. Y'all need to stop that shit and realize it's a bigger motherfucking picture than what y'all doing to one another. Because we out here fighting the same fucking fight. Us as black people, we out here fighting the same fight. Just because a motherfucker driving a car don't mean he's doing better than you. A motherfucker on the bus could be doing better than a motherfucker driving a car. Y'all better realize, man, we got to do better as parents, as adults, as people. Stop hating each other the way we do, because it's hurtful. It's hurtful. You ain't got no chance. You ain't, you ain't coming back from this shit. This ain't something you come back from. Once your ass dead, you dead. That's it. Simple. Ain't no more. And then everybody love your ass when you land there dead. But what about when your ass was alive, though? But y'all all walking around talking about y'all got friends, but your own motherfucking friend will let you be out here busting and grinding your goddamn teeth and won't even save your life. Same motherfucker you get high with, same motherfucker let you die. Y'all better know it. Y'all better stop it, young people. Wake up. Wake up. Because the more they fool with us. They fool with us, man. Anytime they got to shut down a county hospital, y'all got to know it's a motherfucking state of emergency in the city of Chicago. Period. I pray. I say a good prayer for us all. I say a good prayer for everybody. Because everybody, we all can help each other out. Simple. Each one needs to teach one and start putting your damn foot on your baby's neck, knowing where your baby's at, who they hanging with, what they doing, why they hanging in the street, why they ain't coming on. You had it. What the fuck you scared of before? You don't have a child and that motherfucker run your ass Y'all better do better out here, man. I got a 20-year-old, 16, 12, and 7, and I wish a motherfucker would come to my house with anything illegal to shit they ain't supposed to be doing. Not I. Y'all better start parenting y'all kids. You fucking parents out here that's selfish, running around, clubbing, don't give a shit about your kids, done left your child out here to fend for itself. Y'all motherfuckers need to wake up because y'all are part of the problem, too. 
Somebody have these little babies, little bad babies doing all the shoes. Somebody have these babies. Yeah, it ain't just our babies. Yeah. It ain't just 